I'm Jennifer Nielsen, and this is Let It Glow, Episode 43, Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. Welcome to the Let It Glow podcast, a happy place where you'll learn how to let your soul shine and discover new ways to design your best life. I'm your host, Jennifer Nielsen. Welcome to another podcast episode. I am definitely looking forward to going over this topic of overcoming imposter syndrome with you. So first and foremost, I would imagine that you know what imposter syndrome is. But if you don't, I'll fill you in. It's basically when you feel like a fraud, you doubt your skills or your talents, and you might have external success, yet you still don't feel like it's enough or that you're faking it. And no matter how much you achieve, your self-doubt seems to creep in and make you question your success. So just ultimately, you end up feeling like a fraud, a phony, or a fake. And here's the deal. 70% of people have experienced it. Now, if you're listening and you're like, well, what does this pertain to? It's often referred to in the business world or a lot of times with entrepreneurs. But if you're a mom or whatever role you're living in life, there are times when you might have felt like a fraud before that you're not doing it right or you're not enough. And so this is for you, regardless if you're in the business world, running a business, you have a job or not, because you play some role in your life. And as I was kind of researching this, it was just really interesting because this for me really hit me pretty hard, probably about four years ago. And I've mentioned this in past podcasts, but it's just one of those pivotal moments that I remember clearly, like clear as day. I was standing in my kitchen by my oven, and I had just completed, I had just worked through a session with a client, and it was an amazing session. And for whatever reason, I got flustered. I think it was with my husband, and I kind of just acted in a way that, like, I know better than this, and yet I kind of digressed. And I just remember thinking, who do I think I am to be helping people when I'm still doing this crap? (laughs) And I had that thought, and it's come it's come to me more than just that time, but that was just a really clear moment. But as I've done this work and as I've continued to do my own work, I've realized that there's always going to be work to do. There's never like an arrival point where you somehow have figured it all out. And part of being successful isn't knowing how to do everything and doing it perfectly. It's just doing it anyway. And so for me, if I would have given into that that lie that who do I think I am and stop the work that I feel I've been called to do, I know that lives would not be changed that have been changed because of my efforts. And each one of us has that ability and that opportunity to help change lives with whatever gifts or talents that we've been given. Perfection is not required of you. And there are times, especially being an entrepreneur, and I I will say that this has been a whole nother like <laughs> level of figuring this out because, you know, for the longest time I treated this that I do more like a hobby. And as I've really committed to growing this and 
and buckling down and putting a lot of time and effort and resources, it's really challenged me and stretched me. And there are times that I do feel like, what am I doing? (laughs) It's hard. And there's times that, not that I've wanted to quit, but I've wondered and I've had to ask, why am I doing this? Because there's nothing easy about growing a business. But again, this applies to whatever role you have in your life. So Dr. Valerie Young is kind of an expert on imposter syndrome, and she talks about five different types. And I want you to kind of see if you fit into any of these. And the first one is perfectionist. Now, automatically, I'm like, hello, that would be me, recovering perfectionist, I'd like to say. But it's when failure is not an option and you have unrealistic expectations. And a lot of times you want to do things on your own. And so when you think about you know each of these types of imposters, it's kind of the way that you show up and it limits you. Any one of these roles will limit you. And the next one is expert. So they don't want to appear stupid or that they don't know what they're doing. So oftentimes they don't ask questions. They just kind of go with it because they don't want to appear like they don't know what they're doing. The natural genius. They seem to get everything right on the first try. It just comes natural to them. And I will say, you know, when I started out, a lot of what I did, I felt like came pretty natural to me. But when I wanted to take things to the next level, that natural whatever abilities that I had weren't enough anymore. And I had to be willing to be wrong and to make mistakes and get help. So again, these will limit you if you stick in these roles because it cuts out getting the help and the resources that you need, and it keeps you stuck in these certain roles. And the soloist is really bad about asking for help. They just want to do it on their own. And it's kind of like a sign of weakness if they ask for help. And superhuman, they have to prove they can do it all. They can do anything. You might find yourself in any one of these five roles, maybe one or maybe more. And I can see at different times, There's I kind of can relate to different ones at different times. But ultimately, with any labels, they limit you. And for me, being a perfectionist was definitely a label that I wore with pride for a very long time. It, it was kind of became my identity. But in all of this, it's you're removing vulnerability. And the trick is with imposter syndrome is when we think we have to show up perfectly or that we have to know it all or that we have to do it ourselves. That is when we get into the trap of imposter syndrome. Because if you can just be comfortable with the fact that, A, you're going to mess up, you're going to do it wrong, you're going to need help, and that it's hard, then you don't have to pretend anymore. Imposter syndrome typically comes from a place of feeling like you have to present perfection, that you have to show up. And so I'm just giving you all a permission slip today, right now, to let go of feeling like you have to show up perfectly or that you have to do it just a certain way or without mistakes or with few mistakes in order to be successful. Because if that were the case, I would not be sitting here. And if you talk to any entrepreneur, any old mom, anybody that's had life experience, you know, they've had bumps along the way. They've made mistakes. They've had to figure it out. And it's never the mistakes that hold you back. It's thinking that you shouldn't make mistakes. 
It's attaching shame and guilt to those mistakes. There is just no space for this imposter syndrome mindset in your world. Whether, again, you're in the business world, raising kids, dealing with your friends, whatever it is. Because who you are and what you have to offer is perfect just the way you are. And you can keep learning and you can keep growing and keep stretching yourself and trying to progress while simultaneously acknowledging that you're okay. You can be both okay and progressing at the same time. So what do all of these have in common? Perfectionist, expert, natural genius, soloist, and superhuman. They all have that fear of failure. All of that, that all of these come from that place of they don't want to fail. So let's be clear here. Again, you will fail in one way or the other when you're trying to run a business or when you're trying to run a family or when you're dealing with human beings. That is what you're going to do. So if you can just address that and acknowledge it and get comfortable with that, your life is going to be so much easier because failure is part of life. That's how you learn. And some of my greatest failures in my business have helped me and prepped me and taught me and helped propel me to get where I am now. It's all part of the process. And I can tell you that failure is like, was, I mean, I avoided failure at all costs. Because like I said, recovering perfectionist, failure was not an option. Get comfortable with failure. Because if you can embrace it and acknowledge it and own it, then you won't feel like an imposter. It's when you feel like you have to pretend that you feel like an imposter, that you have to fake it. And so uh, this quote, I love it, Albert Einstein. I think I've quoted him more than anybody else. And I always just thought of him as like a science guy. But really, he is... His, it's everything that he says runs true today. And what he says here is all the expectations that my work generates forces me to think I'm a swindler. So kind of think about that. He is still a legend and he's been gone for many, 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 many years. So again, doing things perfectly or you know, accomplishing exactly what you think you need to do in a certain way is not A, realistic, and B, not necessary to be successful. So how do you avoid this imposter syndrome? I'm just going to go over a couple ways to do this so that I can give you tangible takeaways so that you can apply this in your life. First of all, know the signs. If you feel like you're having to fake it and put on a show and it's exhausting you, then you're likely dealing with imposter syndrome. Now, again, we know that running a business and pushing yourself, you know, all in all the roles in your life, it's challenging. But you might be making it harder than it needs to be by putting certain expectations on yourself. Number two, separate feelings from facts. You know, I'm going to plug the dig here because that is what the dig does. It helps you separate the truth from fiction. And that is what's so important because so much of being an imposter syndrome is when you're buying in to these limiting beliefs, you're buying into lies. And we've discussed that in previous podcasts. The next one is no, you're not alone. I can't believe how many times I have met people that are wildly successful 
that have dealt with feeling like an imposter or like they don't have it made yet or they're still trying to figure it out. I really had that kind of perception when I started in this world and I had mentors and I still have mentors and coaches that are that I that I work with that somehow they had evolved and that they had arrived and yet there's oftentimes have their own coach or somebody helping them. So understanding you're not alone in whatever role it is where you feel like you're faking it, you're not really where you want to be, you're not alone. I think everyone has felt that way at different points in their life. And especially when you're challenging yourself to go to the next level, you're really going to feel more alone and more challenged. And just remember that is part of the process and you're not alone in that. Be kind to yourself. Just be kind to yourself. We can be so brutal with ourselves. Give yourself a break. Cut yourself some slack and know you're doing the best you can. And if you want more and if you want different results, then you need to change the way you think, the way you react, the way you respond. But first, be kind to yourself. This is kind of a funny one, but I kind of like this because this is not something that I naturally would do, but create a brag sheet. Look at your accomplishments because I I tend to have amnesia. Like I'll have this wonderful event or fundraiser or whatever, and I'm so excited and pumped and it was, you know, blood, sweat and tears to get me there. And then it's done. I'm like, okay, next. What am I doing next? I'm already on to the next thing. So I tend to forget or negate some of my prior accomplishments. Each one of you have done extraordinary things in your life. You're raising kids. You have friendships. You're running a household. You're trying to run a business. You're just trying to be the best version of you. These are all things that you should brag about and do that. And the next one's super important because while all of this is important to be kind to ourselves, to, to challenge our feelings and our thoughts, it's also important that we learn from our mistakes. Don't make mistakes your enemy. Mistakes are your greatest teachers if you will let them be. Don't make them wrong. Again, so many of my mistakes have led me to the place that I was trying to go anyway, but I needed to do it or learn from something or go this little, take this little detour to figure it out or to know that I was going to be back on the right track when I was. Learn from your mistakes. And the next one is establish a support network. Look for people that are maybe a few steps ahead of you or people that are on the journey that are trying to figure out what you're trying to figure out. Again, there's different groups for wherever it is in your life. There's groups, friendship, support that you can reach out to, and that's vital. And that's one of the key elements to the the DIG specialist training that I do is that we create a community of like-minded individuals that are seekers and contributors. And those women learn so much from each other and having that support. So just know that there are people out there that are trying to do what you're trying to do, and you're not alone. So just to repeat these, just to reinforce them, is to know the signs, separate feelings from facts, know you're not alone. Be kind to yourself, create a brag sheet, learn from your mistakes, and establish a support network. So if you're trying to get over this imposter syndrome or this is something that you're struggling with, there's a way around it. Everything is a choice. If you're feeling that way, yeah, I get it. I've been there. But you can choose 
to look at it differently and to look at yourself differently and acknowledge what you need to work on and what um, what you're doing great at. And that is so important that you're able to do both. And really, what is the worst that can happen? Sometimes we just create these like, this like, the worst case scenarios in our mind, like failure or, or not doing it right, or that somehow people are going to judge us. And in the end, all of it doesn't matter. You becoming the best version of you is going to take you challenging yourself and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and getting comfortable with failure. That's the bottom line. I want you to find the success and the connection and the creation in your life that you desire. Because I believe that no matter where you are right now, there's always possibility for more. And that's what I'm constantly seeking. And ultimately, I'm enjoying where I'm at right now, but I'm always looking for ways to grow and to progress and to challenge myself. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing right now, just know that if you're not feeling exactly the way you want to be feeling, you're not doing exactly what you want to be doing, maybe you feel like a fraud, whatever it is, it's not final. You can choose to change the way you view yourself and the way your life is turning out, and you can do something to change it. Bottom line, you don't have to feel like an imposter unless you choose to. It's a choice. Because I promise that you have extraordinary gifts and talents to share with the world. So don't get in your own way. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, shine on. Thanks for listening to the Let It Glow podcast. If you enjoyed this show, share the love with a friend. This podcast can be found on iTunes or subscribe on my website at www.let-it-glow.com. And remember, let go and let it glow.